you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. I wish you'd praise him this morning all over this house. I wish you'd praise him all over this house. Come on, has he done great things in your life? Come on, has he made ways where there seemed to be no way? I wish you'd lift your voice and give him praise. Someone shout yes. My, 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 it feels good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Why don't you look at someone and say it's good to see you today. You know, this holiday is, is, is one of my favorite holidays. It was actually on July the 2nd that the declaration of the independence was formally written and it was signed on the 4th of July. The declaration was to signify the separation of the USA from Europe, Britain area. And I know this sounds a little cheesy this morning, that's all right with me, but but on this holiday I'm happy that um, that I've signed my declaration of independence from this world. I've never been more happy in my life that I can say this world is not my home. I'm just... This world is full of weirdos, crazies, and chaos. And one of these days, I'm going to go home with Jesus. I'm ready to go to heaven. Are you ready to go to heaven? I remember back when I was a kid when we used to get excited about heaven. And now we don't hear about heaven much anymore. 
but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see Jesus. Come on, one of these days he's coming back. Come on, one of these days he's coming back. One of these days he's going to show up on the cloud. And he's going to let me come home with him. I don't want to miss that day. We, we used to sing songs when I was a kid. I didn't even let you know about this song. I'm so sorry. I remember old songs like soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Soon and there. Y'all remember that? We are going. Say soon and very soon. We are going to see. Say hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're lifted. So soon and very soon. Soon and very soon. Say soon. Soon and very soon Lift it up and say soon and very soon yeah. Come on one more time Lift it up and say soon and very soon Come on put your hand Say soon and Soon and very soon, we are gone. Hey, soon and very soon. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, you better clap your hands this morning. Hey, come on, clap your hands this morning. I'm going home with Jesus. Come on, I'm going home with Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I want to see him. The look upon his face. Now to sing forever of the saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice home. The cares all past, home at last. Forever to rejoice. I want you to lift your hands where you are right now. Would you just talk to the Lord for a moment? I want you to ask Him that His anointing would fall in this house right now. I need you to lift up your voice in this house. Come on. God has a word for us this morning. I want you to lift your voice to Him for just a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them it's time to look up. 
That's the wrong neighbor. Look at someone else and tell them it's time to look up. One more time, clap your hands before you're seated. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. It's time to look up. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I don't believe that the generation we're living in truly comprehends the day and the time we're living in. It sounds very cliche that I say this this morning, but I mean it with all of my heart. This generation is closer to Jesus' return than we have ever been before. Jesus rebukes his generation in Luke chapter 12 because they could not discern the times they were living in because they were trapped in modern culture. They were trapped in tradition and they were trapped in complacency. He said, you can know when it's going to rain. You know when the night is coming. You know all of that, but you cannot discern the hour that you are living in. Ladies and gentlemen, I am worried today that the generation that I'm looking at right now of men and women, young and old, is not able to discern where we are in the end times. It'll just be a little bit of time from now. It'll just be a short moment in history that we are going to see him appear on the clouds returning for his people. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be ready for when Jesus returns for his people. The other night, Friday night at camp meeting, I don't know how many of you were at camp meeting this week. It was a wonderful time, and my gosh, did God move in that place that weekend. And of course, when you're out at camp meeting, you don't go to bed until 3 a.m. every night. I don't know about y'all, but you know, Certain ones of us, and I'm not going to name any names, need a lot more beauty rest than others. Some of us require more sleep than others. Can I get an amen from somebody? I don't know how these people run on five hours of sleep, Brother Omar. I could sleep. 13 hours, wake up, eat something, and go back to sleep for 13 hours. I've always been that way. Some of my buddies that are here who were raised with me, they used to come over to the house, and it'll be 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and I'd say, well, it's getting late. Y'all find blankets here. You find a pillow here. I'm going to bed. I'll see you tomorrow. Y'all think I'm joking. Where's Zach at? Is that the truth or not? Completely the truth. And I remember, there were some nights they said, 
I said, man, how would y'all rest? They said, well, good, but there were no blankets where you said there were blankets. <laughs> I don't know why people like to come to my house. It's different now. I have a wife. She has a, we have new rooms, bed for anyone to sleep. I say anyone. Make sure you're invited. <laughs> but at camp Friday night, my mom and dad were the young ones, and they were throwing this huge party right outside the trailer that I'm trying to sleep in. You know how hard it is at the moment when you feel the slumber of the Lord, the El Shuttai come over you, and all of a sudden you hear, ha ha, that's so funny. <laughs> I turned on a box fan right next to my face. I took an extra pillow and suffocated myself until I finally fell asleep. Has anyone been there before? And I don't know what time that they came in. I didn't wake up. I'm a heavy sleeper. The only time I wake up is if I smell bacon and eggs in the kitchen. If there ain't no bacon, eggs, and coffee, I'm going to sleep until I'm done ready to get up. And I was in slumber. I was sleeping. Pastor Newcomer, I was in the seventh heaven of my rest time. And all of the sudden, I heard somebody in my room. Yelling, the bridegroom's coming, the bridegroom's coming, get ready, Jesus is coming back. I woke up out of my sleep, I thought, Lord, I didn't mean to take a dollar bill out of the offering plate last night. I woke up in a panic, I didn't know what was going on, and for five minutes, I heard the words, the bridegroom's coming. The bridegroom's coming. Get ready. Jesus is coming back. What I was hearing that night, I truly believe the Bible says that the earth has a voice. And it will cry of the return of Jesus Christ. Has it been that we have become so complacent with the cry of the earth that we no longer hear its voice about the return of Jesus? I feel in my spirit I didn't come today with a pretty message. I didn't come with a great oratory sermon. But I've come to wake you up and say, the bridegroom's coming. The bridegroom's coming. Get yourself ready because the bridegroom is on the way. All day, that day, all day yesterday, all night last night, I have wept and I have cried over this message that I'm bringing to you this morning. God has sent a spirit 
in here today to warn the church that you have to wake up and you've got to realize that it's not going to be many more days until he shows up on the clouds of glory. And let me tell you something. If we're not ready, we're going to miss that great day. We're going to miss that great day. I got home yesterday from camp. I don't know what time it was. I took a shower. I was getting ready. I'm trying to figure out what to preach. And all day, all I can hear is the bridegroom's coming. The bridegroom's coming. Get ready. Jesus is coming back. I got in the shower. I turned on some old gospel music so I could get my mind cleared of everything. And in that shower, the Holy Ghost fell in that place. And the voice got louder. And it said, I'm coming. I'm coming. Get them ready. I'm coming. I got out of the shower. And I'm crying. And Kayla runs in. She's like, what's going on? Are you okay? I said, I'm okay. I just know that Jesus is coming back. I put on my clothes. I go up. I'm walking up to my office. I'm walking up to my office to get ready and to get all my notes written down that I can, Brother Brandon, with this heavy spirit of prayer that was what, that was what, upon me, and I begin to make my way up to my upper room in my house, and I'm climbing the stairs, and the Spirit of the Lord hits me again, and I fell on my stairs. I couldn't even get up to my office, and I begin to speak with tongues, and I kept hearing the voice, the bridegroom's coming, the bridegroom's coming. I'm going to tell you what Jesus is worried about this morning. He's worried about, because the Bible says that he's coming back. Back for a church that's ready for him. Dad, the Bible says that he's not coming back for a bride that's not ready. But he's coming back for a people that is ready. And Jesus is worried this morning over your souls. And Pastor Dylan is worried over a lot of the souls that's sitting in this congregation that has become complacent and is not ready for the return of Jesus Christ. I've come to tell you this morning, if you're not ready, right now's the time to get ready because no man knows the day nor the hour which the Son of Man is coming. Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. We're going to move on in just a moment, but lift your hands and talk to the Lord right now. Whether you want to believe it or you don't, the Lord... Last night, sent an angel to my room. Whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. Whether a vision or physical, I don't know. But he told me to tell you that Jesus is not happy this morning. Because his church has forgotten the time that they are living in. I'm reminded today of the ten virgins, five wise and five fools. 
five wise had oils ready in their lamps. And they were waiting on the bridegroom. And the five that were not wise had no oil in their lamps. And all of a sudden the cry came. The bridegroom's coming. He's here. The five with the oil lit their lamps. And they began to run to him. And the five fools lit their lamps, but their light was growing dim. And they looked at the other and said, give us a little bit of your oil. We're afraid our lamp is going to go out. And they said, I can't give you my oil because I'm afraid that I'm going to run out. But if you go and you can go buy some oil and hopefully you can make it. And they went into the city and they go to buy the oil. And when they come back, the bridegroom was already gone. And they find their way to the bridegroom. They find their way to the wedding ceremony. And they say, Jesus, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry my tie was not ready. I'm sorry I didn't have my clothes ready. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't have my hair ready for the wedding. But, but I'm here now. I'm ready for you. And Jesus looks at them and says, I'm sorry. I never knew you. I'm sorry, but you never had a relationship with me. Yeah, yeah, you came to church and you were you were almost ready, but you didn't give it everything that you had. You didn't make sure you were ready for when I returned. He only returns one time. And if we're not ready, we're not going to make it. And I'm wondering today if I have any people in this congregation that will say, I don't want to miss that great day that he's returning. I want to make sure that I'm ready for the, for the bridegroom to come. Luke, Luke chapter 21, verses 7 through 11, reads as follows. And they asked him, saying, Master, when shall these things be? Speaking of the end times. And what sign Will there be <coughs> when these things shall come to pass? And Jesus said, Take heed that ye not be deceived. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. There are many people who come in the name of Christ who are preaching a message that is not of the Bible. You better make sure that you know the truth this morning. 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. You want to know where you can find a lot of these false Christs? TBN. You send me your money and I'll send you blessing. You write me your tithe check, I'll preach whatever you want me to preach. If you'll just give a little bit of money, I'll make sure that I say something to the Lord about making sure you get to heaven. False Christ, people coming in the name of Jesus will come and deceive many. I'm glad I'm in a church this morning that knows what the truth is. I'm glad I've got a pastor that will preach the truth unwavered and unworried. Verse number nine. But when ye shall hear of wars and Commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then he said unto them, nation shall rise against nation. In the Greek, that is ethnos. Against ethnos or ethnicity against ethnicity and kingdom shall rise against a kingdom. I want you to watch this right here. And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places. The earth right now is averaging 55. Earthquakes every 24 hours. 20,000 earthquakes every single year. And there shall be earthquakes in diverse places and famines. As we lay our heads down tonight, 811 million people are going to go to bed hungry. 25,000 of those people drawing their last breath on this earth. He says there will be famines and there will be pestilences. We have lived to see the day of a real life pestilence. I don't care what you believe about the political anything. 
We're not of this world. This world does not define what goes on in the spirit. I want you to hear me right now. The coronavirus was a pestilence. 548 million cases worldwide. 6.34 million fatalities. Are we going to ignore the cries of the earth? Or are we going to listen in the spirit and say God's trying to show us that the end is now. That we're living in that day. That we're living in the time where he's going to return for his people. Verses 25 through 28 of Luke chapter 21. And there shall be signs in the sun. And in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of the nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Men's heart failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power. And great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your head, for your redemption draws nigh. It's time to look up because our redemption is drawing nigh to us. In a world and in a time when all of this is happening, it's not time to be consumed with the things of the world. We've got to get our eyes on Jesus. Uh, All these signs happening around us every day. Now is not the time to get sidetracked. Hear me right now. Right now is not the time to be sidetracked. But right now is the time to look up for our redemption. I remember. I remember in my younger years of Pentecost. I know I'm young. And that should let you know how quickly that the time is changing. I remember sermons preached that made hell feel so hot and made heaven feel real close. But no longer do we hear about Jesus coming back for his people. No longer do we choose to listen to the cries of the earth. Of his return. I don't know what else to say to you this morning. But Jesus is coming soon. And he's coming for a bride. Without spot. 
And he's coming for a bride without blemish. And he's coming for a bride that has made himself ready to be received by her groom. He's made himself ready. I've come to tell you this morning that the bride of Christ, which is the church, has to get ready for when he comes back for his people. I want to take you real quick back to the Word. And Luke, I want to go uh, lift your hands for just a moment, please. I want you to pray for me right now. I want to bring this word to you under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray right now. Lift your voice up to the Lord for just a moment. Would you please lift your voice up to the Lord for just a moment? I want to take you back to Luke chapter 21 and verses number 34 through 36. Jesus warns us, and take heed to yourselves, lest any time your hearts be overcharged with surviving and drunkenness, and with the cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares, for as a snare Shall it come upon all them that dwell on the face of the earth? Watch ye, there, watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. What Jesus was warning us about is he's warning us about what the adversary wants to do in these end times. The spirit of the Antichrist in the last days right before his coming will try to get the attention of the bride off of the groom. He's going to try to get your attention off the sky and your attention onto the world so the day will come upon you unawares. It's not time to be sidetracked by the world. It's time to sell out to the things of God and to the will of God. We are too concerned about being so political that we are more focused on the kingdoms of this world than the kingdom of our Lord. We are too caught up in trying to fight over vaccines and mandates that we have missed a sign of Jesus Christ's return. We're living in a day right now where we're more worried about little Johnny making the baseball team 
and being popular, then we are making sure that our family is ready for Jesus' return. Let me tell you that that's exactly what the devil wants of the church. He wants us to be caught up with the cares of this world. He wants us to be more concerned over the political agendas than the kingdom of Christ. But it's time for you to understand that you're not of this world, but you are just passing through. You're just passing through, and right now is not the time. Right now is not the time to be more concerned about your little Johnny being popular and being a good baseball player or a good basketball player rather than making sure he's in the altar every Sunday, making sure that he's prayed through and ready to meet the Lord. You never know. You never know the moment that you were going to draw your last breath on this earth. I'm preaching to you under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. You don't know if you might could leave this building and you could might get hit by a car taking your life and if you're not ready you're not going to make it we don't know the day nor the hour when the trumpet of God is going to sound Pastor Brandon and if we're not ready and if we're not careful we're not going to have our eyes on the sky where Jesus is coming from and if he comes without us there it's going to be too late I'm thankful this morning that Jesus loves us so much that he came to die for us and he's coming back for his people. My concern is this morning is if he came back at this very moment, how many of us would be ready for his return? What about your lost family members that you haven't reached to in ages? That you're not trying to reach to them? Can I tell you something? And I hope I get an amen for this. Addictions is not worth going to hell over. Your alcoholism is not worth going to hell over. Missing church for your baseball game is not worth going to hell over. Being popular in your schools is not worth missing the rapture over. We've got to get our priorities in order this morning. not worth it. It's not worth it. And we're
going to tell you what the gods of America are. Hollywood, money, and sports. I'm going to get very real with you. And if I'm out of order, I'll answer to my pastor. But I am so concerned that many people are going to miss the rapture because they're more concerned and consumed with Hollywood and money and sports than they are living for God. Dad, I used to make fun of the old timers that preached against everything. I never understood it. Never understood it. This is not heaven or hell issue. This is not something that's going to send me to hell over. There's no Bible for this. And God has shown me that it wasn't so much about salvation as it was about protection over your soul. I'm not saying, you hear me right now, I'm not against sports because I like a good game of basketball and a good round of golf. I love it with everything within me, Pastor Danny. I love when me and you get to go to the golf course together and we get to fellowship and talk about the Lord on the golf course. I've got no problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is there are some people who can name more NFL players than they can name the books of the Bible. It really worries me, the fact that we let our children miss church for baseball games and football games. It worries me that we're getting our priorities out of order. And I hear the Spirit saying, you've got to make sure that you've got everything in line and in priority order. And I have to be number one over everything. Lift your head. Can I have just a couple more minutes this morning? Romans chapter 13, verses 11 through 14, reads like this. And that knowing the time... That now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than we ever believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, and not in strife and envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ 
make not the provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. What Paul was warning them about, what Paul was warning the church about, is it wasn't the time for the church to be asleep. And ladies and gentlemen, it was almost 2,000 years ago that that verse was written in this word. And if it wasn't time 2,000 years ago for them to be asleep, then it's not time right now for the church to be asleep. I'm going to tell you right now in the Holy Ghost, you can't make it to heaven if you're spiritually dead and you're spiritually asleep. You can't make it to heaven if you're not living in the truth of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You can't make it to heaven if you don't pray. And you can't make it to heaven if you're bound in sin. And you can't make it to heaven if you're consumed with the things of this world. Heaven is a real thing. Last night, I would shut my eyes, and heaven was more real to me than anything I've ever seen in my life. I saw the streets of gold. I saw the gates. I saw the angels around the throne. I saw the light in heaven, which was Jesus Christ lighting the city. And I said, it's real. It's real. It's, it's real. But I want to tell you this morning that the same way it was real to me last night, I also saw what hell would look like. I saw the lake of fire. I heard the screams. I heard the cries. I could smell the burning flesh that never ended. I could hear the weeping and the gnashing of teeth as souls were stuck in eternity, falling at a constant free fall, asking for a way out. But it was too late. I saw it. I heard it. It's real. And at the end of this life, we're going to go to one of two places. You hear me right now. I'm about to preach you to this altar this morning. At the end of your life, you're not going to go to a halfway point, but you're going to go to one of two places. And I want to tell you that if you're going to make it to heaven, you better make sure that you're ready. You better make sure that you're ready for his return because it's going to come in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. Stand with me. I want you to ask yourself this morning. I want you to ask yourself this morning. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to ask yourself, am I ready for his return? Do you feel that in here? Do you feel the urgency in the room? Do you feel God tugging on your heart this morning? God's showing some people right now some things that's in their life 
that's not supposed to be there because you're not going to be able to make it if you have put in an idol before him. I heard I heard last night in my office as I was praying I don't even know the last time that I heard this song I don't even know where I heard it from I don't even know I don't even know who used to sing it if we used to sing it here I don't know But the song says, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. With joy, we welcome his returning. It may be morn. It may be night or noon. But with joy, he's coming. And as soon as I thought that the Spirit lifted all off of me, I'd hear it again, Brother Evan. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. With joy, we welcome His returning. It may be morn, Sister Lytle. It may be night or noon. But with joy, He's coming soon. I begin to think of those words. And what the writer was trying to get us to understand is you think he's coming in the morning, but it might be a time that, you not, that you're not ready for. But you've got to make sure that you're ready for his return for you. Do you know that song? Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands These altars are open this morning. It's time to make sure that you're ready for his return. I wish you'd come to this altar right now and you'd make sure you're ready. Make sure you've got your priorities in order. Make sure that you're ready for when he comes for his people this morning. I wish you'd run to this altar right now. We've got some things we need to work out. We've got some things we need to fix this morning. Do you feel the urgency in this place today? Come on, I want the whole church to join. I want everyone to join right now. I want everyone to join right now. Don't miss it. You don't think you're so perfect that you're ready. You've got to make sure everything's ready for Him. Come on, lift your voice right now. Lift your voice right now to Him. We will welcome you. Come on, there needs to be a voice lifted. 
God knew who was going to be in this room this morning. God knew you were going to be here today. God's reaching for his people right now. God's reaching for his people right now. God's reaching for you today. Will you answer the call? Will you answer him? Will you answer him? I feel an urgency in this room this morning. I feel an urgency in the room this morning. We will welcome Your complacency can keep you from the kingdom. Your complacency can keep you from the kingdom. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, you've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. If you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you've got to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've got to make sure that you don't leave this room without being ready for His return. You've got to make sure that you're ready for Him. We will welcome his return. I want you to find a place to pray in this house. Don't look at me anymore. I want you to find a place to pray this morning. Let God deal with your heart today. I want you to shut your eyes. I want you to get alone with the Lord. And I want you to ask him to help you to make sure that you're ready today. I want you to pray to him this morning. Pray to him this morning. Get your mind focused on him for just a few moments. Get your mind focused on him for just a few moments. Is there anything in your life that's going to keep you from getting to heaven? Is there anything in the way between you and God? If there is, you need to get it out of your life today. You need to give it up and put it on the altar and say, it's not worth me going to hell over. It's not worth me losing my salvation over. I want you to hold the music for just a moment. The Lord just spoke to me something. God's dealing with some people's hearts in this place. You need to make a decision today if you're going to live for God or not. You want to know one of the first things we need to make sure that we do? The Bible says, except a man be born again of the water. Someone say that's baptism. And of the Spirit, say that's the Holy Ghost. It says he will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. God 
is letting someone know in this place, I feel it right now. God's letting you know that you need to be baptized this morning. You've never been baptized in the, in the name of Jesus. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. I wonder if there's anyone in here right now that will say, God's dealing with me. I want to be baptized. There's one right there. I want to be baptized this morning. I want to make sure I'm ready for him. I want to make sure I'm ready for him. A people who are ready. Brother Evan, would you come help him get into his robe? Let's rejoice. What's your name? What's your name? Jake, bro, it's the best decision you've ever made in your life. That's the best decision he'll ever make in his life. Is there anybody else that will say, I want to be baptized this morning? I've never been baptized in Jesus' name, but I want to be baptized this morning. Anybody else? It's a great day to be baptized in Jesus' name. Pastor Jordan, a church that is ready for his return has something to rejoice over. I don't want us to leave here in spirits that are bad this morning. I don't want you to leave here upset. I don't want to leave here defeated, but I want to leave here rejoicing that Jesus is coming back. Do I have anyone that's ready for Jesus to come back this morning? Sister Cheryl, can we do the song, Won't We Have a Time? Is that all right? People, I'm ready. I'm ready to see him. I'm ready to know him. I'm ready to dance on the streets of gold with him. I want you to see. Won't we have a time when we get over yonder? Say, won't we have when we when we get over? Say, won't we have? up and say, won't we have time? We've got something to rejoice about this morning. We've got something to rejoice about this morning. Say, won't